Brody Kostecki is officially the Repco Supercars Champion. The Super Cheap Auto TCR Australia crown in 2023 will go to Josh Bucken. Shane Van Gisbergen to the inside and to the lead of turn two. He comes to the checkered flag. is the driver's seat summer series thanks to Kubota Great to have you company one last time here in 2023. This is the Driver's Seat Summer Series. Thanks to Kubota, together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. My name is Nims Azor, and we're going to be kicking off this week's episode by looking at some of the headlines that have been making news. Wind tunnel testing. Supercars have completed its maiden test at the Windshear Wind Tunnel facility in North Carolina. A Chevrolet Camaro and a Ford Mustang were tested in both original trim and with some changes applied. All done under the supervision of Supercar CEO Shane Howard, General Manager of Motorsport Tim Edwards, plus Category Technical Chiefs as well, with representatives from both homologation teams, Triple Eight Race Engineering for GM and Dick Johnson Racing for Ford. Now, the equivalent of 4,000 kilometres of running was done over the three days in North Carolina. That is well over double the VCAT sessions in Toowoomba last year. And following the aero focus, supercars will also begin examining the engine side of things, with Shane Howard confirming they will embark on some dyno testing of the KRE engine for the Chevrolet and the Herod Coyote engine for the Ford. That'll be ahead of the 2024 season. And despite the testing, an official sign-off from the homologation teams, Triple Eight and um, DJR for Ford, that's still yet to come. So fingers crossed that's sorted out uh, the dreaded parity for 2024. We'll be back with more of the Driver's Seat Summer Series. That's up next. We're cool for the summer. This is the Driver's Seat Summer Series. Thanks to Kubota. It is Nims Azor with you here on the Driver's Seat Summer Series. And last week we mentioned that Jack Perkins will not be returning to Erebus Motorsport in 2024. And we even mentioned that uh, on Tuesday, he cut some laps in the Blanchard Racing Team Gen 3 Mustang at Winton. Well, a deal has been done, and Jack Perkins will reunite with his former teammate, James Courtney, with the pair having raced together for five years at HRT and WAU. Perkins and JC, they have a win together on the Gold Coast in 2015, and the duo also have a Bathurst podium together from 2019. So uh, Blanchard Racing Team will begin its pre-season testing on the 7th of February 2024. That'll be at Winton. So a bit of old with the new there. It's, all, it's remnant of when Mark Winterbottom went to Team 18 and uh, teamed up with Stephen Richards again. So hopefully a bit of success at BRT for Jack Perkins, and nice to see him back in a Ford as well, even though... The Perkins name is very, very synonymous with Holden. We've got so much to get through here in this edition of the Summer Series. Tickford Racing have finally confirmed their lineup for 2024. We'll also touch on some TCR news as well, and we'll get to the driver's seat listener favourites. That is all coming up on this edition of the Driver's Seat Summer Series. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We're cool for the summer. This is the Driver's Seat Summer Series. Thanks to Kubota. For one last time in 2023, it is the Driver's Seat Summer Series. My name is Nims Azor. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Now, Tickford Racing 
has finally confirmed that Cameron Waters and Thomas Randall will form its two-car lineup for the 2024 supercars season. James Courtney already been confirmed at the expanded Blanchard Racing Team for 2024. That means Declan Fraser has been left out in the cold looking for a new drive in 2024 looking for a new drive in the new year. Um, and now, the reason why the team is scaling down to two cars is to refine its focus on a, on a championship, its first one in nine years. Um, they've sent one TRC, which is the old Rex. That's gone to BRT, where Courtney will be racing, and the other has been retired to supercars. Waters, obviously, will be one of the favourites for next year, and he has plenty of momentum after being victorious on the Saturday of each of the last two rounds of the Gold Coast and Adelaide. We caught up with him on the driver's seat after his win at the GC500. I'm friends with the Waters hangs on the chicane. It's Ford and GM. This is supercars at its best. And Waters got margin. I ain't much of a poet, but I know somebody once told me to seize the moment and don't squander This is everything you've got now, Camp Waters. Absolutely everything you've got. It's going to be Waters. He's out of the final turn. Ford fans rejoice. Camp Waters is going to get the win. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just friends with the monster. The monster Mustang hangs on. Waters gets the job done. Yes, it was a lot of rejoicing from Ford fans because this man got the job done. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only Cameron Waters. Hey, fellas. How are we? Hey, Cam. Finally, finally, Nimsy, we've got a race winner the week after. Ford winner. Yeah, a Ford winner first and a race winner straight after the weekend. Well done, Cam. What a mega weekend, mate. Yeah, it was uh, it was unreal, to be honest. So it's, it's been a pretty tough year and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I haven't spoke to you boys for a long time, so I thought maybe I should uh, pull my finger out, get a race win, so I get to chat to you. <laughs> mate, mate uh, I don't know if you heard the intro there. We uh, we did a bit of a, a pre-brief of the uh, of the GC500 last on our last week's show on little things like uh, like the entertainment that was coming up over the weekend, and um, we had a couple of a uh, couple of things or a couple of. People that Matt didn't actually know about, well, actually both of us didn't, yeah. Mashton Kutcher, Illy, the presets, and DJ Havana Brown. I'm sure you would have been, here we go. <laughs> yeah. you got to be drinking a lot of water. And, <laughs> you got to be drinking a lot of water and not slept for two days, as Nimsy said, to go to one. So I take it you weren't there on Saturday night, mate. Uh, no, no, I wasn't <laughs> at the concert, mate. So, um... <laughs> I was pretty keen just to, you know, write the rest of the weekend off. I was pretty happy after Saturday, yeah. but I thought I should try and back it up on Sunday. So so just quickly on that, give us a bit of a, a debrief on Sunday. I mean, was it just a little bit, like you still look like you had the speed, but was it just a little bit of strategy that just, just didn't play out for you? Um, the strategy was quite good. It probably got us back on the podium, to be honest. Uh, quality yep. was, was good, we were quickest, and then... Um, the shootout, I just kind of made a little mistake and locked a break and, um, yeah, instead of starting, you know, in the front two rows, I was starting you know, seventh <laughs> and, um, just made it a little bit harder to, to fight back forward and, um, yeah, the boys did an amazing job to, um, strategize our way into clean air and, and got me back on, on the podium. Um, Carl was, you know, pretty pacey still on Sunday, um, and, you know, we changed a few things, but I think, um, yeah, maybe my Saturday car was slightly stronger as well. Uh, overall, though, Cam, we, we're obviously going, and it's been this way the whole year, bloody parody and all this sort of crap going on. It's just been so distracting for everybody. 
We finally got some changes to the Ford, not as many as we were hoping for, for the Ford to be going into the Boost Mobile 500. But from the arm, for, for, for the armchair bloke like me, can you explain to us how the car feels a little bit different with the, the updates that you were given or the changes that you were given to the car? Because I think if we look at it through an uneducated eye, you go, oh, look, the parody looks fantastic. But we know that it's not. But there was obviously something a little bit better because the, on, on a whole, the Fords looked a little bit more competitive. So what did it feel like in the car? How did it translate? Um, yeah, it was definitely better. Like all year we've struggled with tyre life and, and just not having enough rear compared to the, the Camaro. And um, yeah, through the year, they've kind of worked out, you know, we haven't had enough downforce and then we've had too much, um, you know, forward balance downforce. So not enough rear and too much front. So um, yeah, through the year, it's been a, it's been a challenge for sure, getting, you know, that right. And um, on the weekend, we, we had the changes, which essentially just shifted the aero balance rearward. Um, no more downforce, but just where we wanted it. So um, kind of just helped look after the tyre uh, across the stint and, um, you know, kept us stronger in the races for, for longer. So it, um, it was definitely an improvement, I think, you know, from all other rounds this year to that round. I think we took a step forward. Um, still not uh, still not fixed, I think, but... At least, um, you know, we went into a weekend and, and I thought I had, you know, an opportunity to actually win a race. And that's probably the first time I've felt that all year. And SVG, I think, came out during the weekend and said that definitely the Chev still had the legs. on this, In a straight line, he was, even he was. Oh, it's funny that he said that the Ford was the fastest at Bathurst. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he said he, had, he was surprised at how much he could reel in one of the Mustangs. If you'd have had the engine changes, had that been able to be done, would we have seen even more Fords be more competitive over the weekend? Do you reckon? Um, I, th- I think so. Like we uh, we definitely are down in straight line performance. So mm. um, once we fix that, I think you know there'll be more Fords up there which are stronger. But you give them more power, and you might mm. blow the rear tire off it a bit harder. So it's not as all straightforward as you know put more power in them and and. We're going to go faster again, but um, yeah, definitely, definitely still work to do. But I think um, you know we just got to keep chipping away at it. But obviously, moving forward, mate, to to Adelaide, final round of the year. Probably fair to say that it's not as driven uh, for straight line performance at Adelaide. I don't think the straights are quite as long as as Gold Coast. So. I don't know what's going to happen with the engine, whether you're going to get anything or not in the last round. I have no idea. Probably not. But, um, I mean, do you think that Adelaide will be probably even a, a little bit of a, a better hunting ground again, do you think, um, considering that it's not really, uh, I guess, a, a track that's renowned for a massive long straight? Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to get anything for, for Adelaide. But <laughs> no. yeah, they, call yeah, it, uh, they call it motor racing for a reason, right? So... Um, yeah, a good motor. Uh, and it's not just the long straights. It's, you know, pulling off a corner down in the revs and, uh, you know, drivability. There's all different parts to, to it. And, um, yeah, not just, you know, how much power it makes. So yeah, uh, there's nothing I can do about that. I've just got to try and influence the things I can do, you know, in the car and, and work with the team as best I can. And I think um, at least the aero seems better now. So... Closer on par with that, and um, I think if we do a good job, there's no reason why we can't go, you know, win another race or two. 
Hey, uh, just quickly before Matt gets into some technical jargon, which he loves doing. Uh, <laughs> Being technical? Yeah. Bugger off. I want to know, uh, give, us a, give us a bit of a, uh, a debrief on your, on your helmet for the weekend, mate. What a, it was a, one of the, probably the best looking helmets Disco I've ball. seen. Disco mm. ball. Frank from Arstar has done a mega job. I mean, that was, uh, is that just, just for that one-off race or are you going to use that for the rest of the year? Uh, yeah, just one-off race. So um, I get two helmets a year, and um, usually I use my second one around Bathurst, but I, I think everyone does Bathurst helmets and, and stuff like that, and I like kind of doing things a little bit different. So I thought, why don't we do a Gold coast theme helmet? And um, Frank, myself, and um, my, my video guy uh, put our heads together and, and worked out what we should do, and we come up with a disco ball. <laughs> so um, Frank thought he could paint it and um, kind of left it up to him. So cool to do something different. It'll look cool in my display cabinet once I'm, you know, old and retired. So, um, yeah. Like Steve Johnson. Like cool. me, yeah. 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 <laughs> I've got a couple of helmets in my cabinet. Don't you worry. <laughs> Camp, we'll let you go, brother. Uh, it was tremendous to see you back on the top step. Hopefully you, you've been able to find somewhere in the house to put those two surfboards up. But uh, uh, you've got a bit of time before Adelaide, so I hope you enjoy it. And uh, we'll chat to you and see you at the 500. Cool. Thanks, guys. And hopefully I can chat to you soon. Cameron Waters there joining us after the win in the Gold Coast. Uh, Waters will be continuing to be backed by Monster Energy in 2024, while Castrol returns to support Thomas Randall. He had his best season, funnily enough. Um, he scored four solo podiums and a maiden pole position in 2023. But uh, the 2024 season will be Tickford's first as a two-car squad for over 10 years and the first without Tim Edwards at the helm in nearly 20 years. But thankfully, before Tim left, he did give them a nice little gift. I've arrived and I have aero upgrades. Yeah! <laughs> it's a driver's seat summer series. We'll talk about TCR in just a moment because a former champion has been confirmed for the category in 2024. I think we all know who it is. We'll reveal that next on the Driver's Seat Summer Series. This is the Driver's Seat Summer Series. Thanks to Kubota. Nims is all with you for the Driver's Seat Summer Series. Thanks to Kubota, together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Tony Dalberto will continue representing Honda in the 2024 Super Cheap Auto TCR Australia Series with another factory-backed drive for wall racing. Now, TD's been a proud factory Honda driver since he entered the category in its inaugural year of 2019. And for the first three seasons, he raced a Civic Type R TCR, the FK8, that's including 2022, where he went all the way to the top and took the championship for that season. This year, TD put in a late charge to finish second in the standings in a title defense that included debuting the new Honda Civic Type R FLR at the penultimate round at Race Sydney. Dalberto was also active in Supercars Land this year, once again joining Dick Johnson Racing for the Enduros. And before Bathurst this year, he joined the V8 sleuth Aaron Noonan and Paul Dumbrell for a quick chat. Tell me about driving for the legend that is Dick oh, Johnson. He's, a, he's an absolute icon of the sport. And to be honest, I have to pinch myself uh, that I've been with this team for so long. Um, so much history in, in the sport of supercars and, and car racing in Australia. And I think every year we come back and we're celebrating some other milestone. He's got a few. He's got a few. But yeah, he's he's a racer. You know, he comes here. He's watching every session. He's got a headset on. He's listening to debriefs. He's putting his two cents in. He's just passionate about the game, and uh, that's why he's been so successful in his career. That's why he's still got a team around him that great partners, great sponsors, great drivers. You know, the the main guys are some of the best drivers in the category, and. 
you know, Will Davison, for instance, got two Bathurst wins to his name. So the team uh, has got uh, you know all the runs on the board, and that's a real credit to DJ and all the work that he puts in behind the scenes. It's an amazing history that that team has. It's been up and down. But he keeps fighting. He keeps coming yeah, back. I tell you what, for a guy who hasn't raced here at Mount Panorama since 1999, he's still got massive autograph lines. He's still box office. He's Queensland's favourite. So. I, I got asked today, actually, by a fan, uh, are they, all these people here to get your autograph? And we had an autograph <laughs> session. I said, no, they're probably here to get DJs. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, too, you've been busy racing this year. You've got your, your Honda program in the TCR, yep. the turbocharged uh, front-wheel drive cars. Does that help? I mean, it's a very different type of car here. Do you need to be driving a rear-wheel drive V8 during the year for it to help you when you get into this situation, or um, any car racing is good car racing? Look, I think it would be uh, beneficial if you were driving the same car and you'd, you'd be a little bit more familiar with it, especially this year with the, with the new cars. But um, I've got a great opportunity with Honda to race in TCR, and it's, it's tough racing. There's young guys in there that are banging doors with me, and it's sprint racing, so it's quite tough. And I think that does sharpen me up. Um, it gives me, you know, another seven or eight races a year. So when I get to these endurance races, I'm not just, you know, fresh off the couch and straight into the grand final. I've actually got some racing under my belt, and uh, I think that's that's really beneficial. This weekend, your team's not just running the two regular cars. I want to quickly cover this. There is a third. Yep. Dick Johnson Racing, Shelby Power Mustang. It's a wild card. It's just for this weekend. Young Kai Allen from South Australia. As we speak, he's on the podium at the moment, spraying <laughs> some champagne. He's just won the Dunlop Super 2 series round. He's teaming up with Simona Di Silvestro's come back to Australia after some time away. Uh, how are they performing this weekend? From what I've seen, they've had a pretty good run so far. Yeah, I mean, Kai's obviously a hugely talented young guy there, and uh, he's had a big program this weekend doing Super 2. He's in the championship hunt, so he's got that pressure around him. Um, he's great driving for a great team in Eccleston Motorsport PD that you've won uh, plenty of races for. Um, and then he's, you know, trying to flip over to, you know, doing qualifying in the Gen 3 car and sort of leading that program a little bit as well. So um, I reckon he'll be a tired boy come Monday. But he's obviously performing really well. He's taken out the round win there. And I think, you know, Simona has just been edging back into it. She hasn't been in one of those cars for a long time. And I spoke earlier about, you know, the, the lack of feedback in these cars and how difficult they are to drive. And it's, it's probably not the easiest race to come back and, and do, a, do a race. But I think she's really enjoying back being back in Australia, and uh, she loves the DJR team and being part of it. I saw her the other day speaking about the driver changes and the cars this year. Oh, Got so a smaller tight. entry for you to get in and out of them. She had bruises all yep. over her upper arms. How, I mean, you're, you're one of the shorter drivers in the field, not the yep. shortest. How are you going with it? Because it looks like a real... You need to it, really stop and figure it out. It's very tight. You know, the opening where you put your helmet through is and your body is, is smaller than we've ever seen before. You know, the seat's a long way inboard as well, so I'm pretty short. So just for me to actually, you know, put my leg in the car and try and get into that pedal box area, it's quite a stretch. So I think some of the, the taller drivers, like uh, a Nick Perkat, for instance, who's quite lanky and skinny, um, they're jumping in not too bad as well. But um, it's definitely tight. When we did practice uh, a few weeks ago at the final uh, test session before Bathurst, we are doing ones at the workshop. And uh, I pulled up with that many bruises before the test. And then we were trying to do hot ones on the test day. And we did a handful of them. And Benny Croak, our, our team manager, said, do oh, you want to do some more? I said, nah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm purple, like up and down my leg. Uh, it's just, you know, throwing yourself in there. You're scratching your helmet. And, um, so he's more concerned about scratching well, his helmet than know, injuring his body. You know what it's like. <laughs> uh, but... You know, when we do the stops in the race, uh, yeah, a normal stop with, with a full f um, fill of t fuel, 
will take a long time. So it's like 50 seconds or something. So you've got heaps of time. But it's when, you know, if the conditions change, we just came in just to throw wets on it or something like that and a driver change, you've got to be able to do it within, you know, 10 or 15 seconds. In these cars, it's bloody hard to do. And that's the pressure. It's late in the race. It's when there's a safety car, you know, just outside the fuel window or there's an opportunity to splash and dash at the end. Yeah. You know, that, that's where it's really, really hard as well. And, you know, that extra second or two that you try to shave off can actually slow you down exactly. five or six seconds. So yeah. that's the balance you have. Do you yeah. aim for 16 or 17? Yeah. Do it consistently well, or do you try to do a 15? But when you get it wrong, it's 20 plus seconds. You know, the team are really good in telling us, hey, this is going to be a long stop. So you just take your time a little bit more. You know, you put the belt up on the magnet, you jump out, not casually, but you're not throwing yourself out of the car. But sometimes, you know, you just have to throw yourself out and throw the next driver in, shut the door and hope for the best. So um, it, it's definitely a big challenge, these uh, driver changes with these cars. And like I said, I'm a smaller driver and I'm finding it quite difficult. So some of the bigger drivers, taller, maybe a slightly wider, I think you're going to find it <laughs> <laughs> challenging as well. No names mentioned in that comment, uh, just a little bit. I want to take you back, 2017, you got on the podium here with Fabian Coulthard together yep. in one of the Shell V-Power Falcons. PD's been on the podium as a winner and, and a runner-up before Tell our listeners what it feels like on that magic day with that big crowd below spraying champagne. Yeah. Is that the childhood dream? I oh. mean, is there anything that is better in motor racing? Uh, it is definitely the a childhood dream. It's something that you aspire to as you're, you know, from a young age driving go-karts and all the way through your career. You know, when I was sort of six years old, I used to camp on the top of the mountain and watch all my heroes driving around, you know, you... DJs and uh, Larry Perkins and Brocky and Ingle and all these guys, Cedo racing really hard and then to you know actually get on the podium and spray some of that champagne it is a very very special moment um and it's not easy to come by it's it's just not easy unless you're nick Perkat and you just you know first race you just get a win, win. you know because <laughs> that doesn't happen to many of us but um super special moment not only for myself but for my family that's come along for the ride as well so I'd love to get another podium and a win would just, you know, absolutely top it off. TD almost willed that podium into reality there, but he finished the Bathurst 1000 this year third with Anton Di Pasquale with the duo being the best finishing Ford. Staying with Wall Racing, they also announced they will enter next season with brothers Brad and Will Harris to resume for the Honda team. Will's going to take on his first full-time campaign, while Brad will look to build on this year, which included a win at Queensland Raceway. Wall Racing actually is the first team to formally confirm their lineup for next year, and the Super Cheap Auto 2024 TCR Australia season begins at Sandown on February 9th till 11th. It's the Driver's Seat Summer Series. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. I asked for some of your feedback for season 2023 and got a fair bit of response too. So we'll run through some of those responses next on the Driver's Seat. We're cool for the summer. This is the Driver's Seat Summer Series. Thanks to Kubota. It is Nims Azor with you for one final time in 2023 here on the Driver's Seat Summer Series. Now, there has been a, a bit of criticism and negativity about the first season of Gen 3. So before we put a bow on the year, we put it out to you, the Driver's Seat faithful, to let us know what one of your highlights of 2023 was. At Driver's Seat Show on Instagram and... On the Facebook. ...is where you can get in touch with us. And that is what you did. Graham Lagalo, GL, went and pointed out... One of his favourite moments of 2023 was Adelaide. It was all about the drivers and not the P word. 
it actually felt like a race weekend. Peter James went and said SVG in Chicago. Gabes, good to hear from you, Gabes. She went and said it was the Tickford AU Falcon Challenge. And if we're going to mention AU Falcons, we've got to mention this. It's an AU Falcon! Tony Saint went and said that Dave Reynolds win on the coast. He drove the wheels off it to get the win. Zach from Canberra said right out of the gate, they nailed the look and the sound of the cars. When the racing was hot, it was red hot. SVG versus Brody in Perth, and the finishes on the Gold Coast were standouts, and qualifying was a big step up too, especially the shootouts. And our old mate Malcolm Owens put a bow on the listener feedback with his two cents for 2023. The rise of some quality rookies was a highlight. While we all have our old favourites, it's nice to see some good young drivers holding their own as they are the future of the sport. I like that a supercar's career can be long if the driver is up to it because with the demise of Holden, there's been a shift to driver and team support rather than the blue or red. Looking forward to seeing what 24 holds. We do as well, Big Malconia. And a big thank you to everyone for chipping in your feedback. Please continue to do so on our social as we absolutely love it and we love the community that we've built. But that wraps up the driver's seat for 2023. It has been an absolute pleasure to be able to bring you this show every week. And it's been even better to have met some of you in person as well at the racetrack. And we really hope that continues into next season. On a personal note, I want to say a big thank you to Malcolm Owens, Matt McKeldon, and Stephen Johnson. Not only do are they my co-hosts that I share airtime with on the radio, but they are some of my closest friends as well. And I truly treasure that friendship and look forward for it to continue many years to come, especially after we're probably sacked on the driver's seat when someone actually realizes some of the tripe that we talk about every single week. But it has been an absolute joy and a privilege to bring you the show for another season. We can't wait to do it next year. Have a safe and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And for one last time, this has been the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.